As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Attraction HQ podcast, where we look at love, sex, dating, relationships, how you can have more of them, how they can be better quality, how you can feel inspired and become a better person within yourself by ignoring conventional dating advice, taking outside strategies and perspectives, and striving to become the most real, authentic, honest, and sexiest version of yourself. Hello, my name is Hayley Quinn, and I'm here with an extremely special episode of my podcast. Yay! Uh, as you can probably hear in the background, I am not alone, and you are not alone either listening to this. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe seven gorgeous women surrounding me, and we are here exclusively and fabulously to talk to you about our innermost fantasies and realities. So I have been joined exclusively by the group Fantasies and Realities to talk on my podcast, and that's really, I have a couple of missions with this. One, I want, if you're listening at home... Uh, if you're not a woman, <laughs> I want you to get get a precious, gorgeous insight into the fabulous, theatrical, extremely diverse, weird and wonderful world of female female fantasies, uh, which do not begin and end with someone coming to fix some plumbing in a house and fake boobs. Oh, that depends. <laughs> uh, and if you're a woman that's listening, thank you for joining. Uh, <laughs> yay! Always. Oh, we're so sexist it's terrible um and what we're taking really is if you've got a fantasy and you know what i have some really truly weird and awesome ones it's to let you know really you're not alone and that we all have strange unusual wonderful fantastic things that make us unique and feminine and fabulous which make us feel erotic and sensual so if you've ever wanted to get an insight into the real depths of the female mind and other areas you're in the right place. Um, so if that hasn't got you hooked, I am going to begin 
by starting to discuss female fantasies. And I'm going to be asking, instead, each woman in turn, and we're going to try and stick to 60 seconds per per lady, but it, it might run over. We're not that strict in this club. And I'm going to begin with a lady who is just to my left. And just to describe her a little bit Ooh. to you, <laughs> she's the noisy one. Let's start with that. <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> if I'm into it, I'm noisy. <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing uh, rainbow striky socks and an Ultimo. Is it Ultimo bra? Uh, Ultimo? Yeah. Ultimo bra. We, we don't know, we're, we're so unclassy, we don't know how to pronounce it, but it's yeah, a bra. It to be high class. It's a, it's a sexy bra and we can see it. So I'm going to begin by asking the question, what does fantasy mean to you? Mm, it typically comes when I'm sort of in a mood or I'm feeling really comfortable and sensual in my body and thoughts and feelings start to come together sometimes their memories sometimes their memories muddled with things that i'd seen uh, perhaps on late night tv or things that i wish i could see um so sometimes it come i actually i don't know how many of you here like would wake up with an orgasm sometimes i orgasm for... myself awake i've done that <laughs> Okay, cool. No, but I, I would sometimes I would like wake up and there's this like picture in my head of, um, so um, let's say in my dream I was talking to a um, really close female friend of mine and then she starts pleasuring me with a dildo and like and I and I wake up with a massive orgasm and I'm like kind of come to my senses. Okay, what what was that? And then I kind of like oh that was actually that was interesting. That was nice. And it's kind of that moment of acceptance that it's the weird wonderful things that that are like really not in line with social expectations that that really very often get us off so for me I definitely see a theme of um, weirdness and conventionality in my fantasies there's a lot of women popping up here and there yeah, as a female sure. friend of yours I'm looking at oh, you right. in a completely different light now okay <laughs> well you maybe you should um so, yeah, I do have a few things written down, um, but it would be something unconventional and it would also focus around a sensation or maybe a detail, something subtle that a lot of people might miss, but it's kind of the way he looked at me then or the way um, my um, brass trap was kind of sliding off my shoulder it's it's little details like that that are that thing that really kind of makes it come together for me in my in my in my fantasies that's what I find and I just love reading things as well I love literotica and all sorts of stuff like that it's just beautiful I love the little detail I think that's also what I really wanted to share with uh, you, the, you who are listening to the podcast because I think with female fantasy sometimes it's for me personally anyway it's those little tiny moments which really make me feel go crazy Ooh, and sometimes yeah. I've had the orgasm myself awake which I put down entirely to my extremely unexciting love life at the moment so, I don't think I, that's what it is because well, sometimes, sometimes we're satisfied but it's still calm. oh my gosh yeah. yeah and I wake up the worst one is actually when you orgasm yourself awake and you're like your boyfriend or someone is next to you and you're like oh my god did he see that 
<laughs> you never do. Guilty, <laughs> guilty. Do. My last one was, um, and this is really weird actually for me. It was I was having uh, lesbian sex with a woman who was just like had massive natural boobs and in blonde hair. In, in my dream, no, in my dream, in my dream, oh, in my dream. <laughs> and then my most recent fantasy was involved, and this is this is the first time I've actually fantasized about this. Again, I put this slightly down to lack of love life, which is two male suitors fighting over me both dating and sexually and that's what really really excited me so next up i have another lady who's going to be here sharing with you the exact moment which makes her feel most pleasurable (laughs) that's a very delicate and victorian way of putting it (laughs) so can i ask you what's your fantasy my fantasies tend to change depending on my mood and also who I'm dating as well because my fantasy life is really dependent on the dynamic between me and the person. I find that with a partner a few years ago, the fantasies involved quite a lot of people and all sorts of um, restraining devices and toys and role play and everything. Whereas now, my fantasies are a little bit more straightforward, um, a bit more vanilla at the moment. I'm going through a bit more of a vanilla phase, um, I have to add. Um, but... I would say that the things that are tipping me over the edge at the moment are definitely about that moment when the other person completely takes control and uses um, probably uses their body to hold me down and to just take me. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what's exciting at the moment for me. I have to say, I like the return to the um, vanilla fantasy. I feel this is quite the same, actually. There's something about that powerful dynamic between two people where you have real intimacy and real connection is often the most exciting thing. And I'm the same, actually. Whoever is in my life that I'm most curious or interested or passionate about at the moment, they take lead role every single time. So I'm looking around the room. Who's going to go next? I can Okay. <laughs> if someone's saying I can, <laughs> that'd be the one. All right. Do you want to t- talk to a little bit about what fantasy means for you, and also the real bit that makes you go ooh. go? Ooh. So fantasy for me is whatever's going to get me off. Um, it's you know the thoughts that go with that. It's what I'm what I'm viewing, what I'm reading, what I'm thinking about. It could be a number of things. As for what's doing that at the moment, like um, was just said, it varies depending on who I'm with. It might be something that's talked of when I might be sexting with someone, you know, having a you know text sex conversation, and you know it's what's created there. But I was thinking of something for today, and it's all about actually listening to somebody else get off, and I found that quite erotic. The, um, I was thinking of coming home from work. I'm just just moved house, and there's you know come down the walking down the hallway, and I can hear sounds coming from the front room. I'm like, what is that? That's an unusual sound, and kind of tiptoeing down the hallway, thinking this sounds like they're getting it on in the front room. Oh my gosh, I can't believe they're doing this. It's Friday tea time. Had a hard week. You know, I'm, I'm quite you know in the mood for some alone time myself so to hear them you know up to something is like oh my gosh so I I tiptoe down the hallway and stand like out of sight watch them 
and you know they're on the front room floor going for it I'm like, oh my gosh didn't expect to see that when I came home from work today and I literally stand and watch them you know for a little while not doing anything just watching just listening and then my hands go for a wander and when she comes I do too <laughs> <laughs> that's that I have to say I love that that was so visual and so beautiful like, be a writer be an erotic story writer um, for me as well I have to say a lot of the time I have the classic one where I fantasise about my male partner not that I have a male partner at the moment the main, main dude in my life having sex with my romantic rival the woman the other woman ooh. and some that, that's what that reminded me of that moment and that's what really like with that it's more her hearing her get off than see than him I, I couldn't give two hoops about him he's watching her uh, you know he's, he's a friend of mine and it's like oh my gosh I can't I never expected to see my friend that way um yeah yeah I like it it's all about her so it's like it's like waiting for execution or something <laughs> does anybody feel comfortable going okay great we have another volunteer okay so I wrote a little story um about my fantasy and it goes like this I'm at an art gallery party wearing a little summer dress no underwear I'm looking at some beautiful suggestive black and white photography one of a woman lying naked in the sunshine on top of a roof in one corner of a vast Parisian roofscape one knee bent up one arm shading her eyes and the other hand stroking herself between her legs I close my eyes to imagine what she must be feeling Naked liberation, warm sun on skin, a frisson of excitement that she might be being watched. I realise that I am starting to get wet and tingly. As I open my eyes and tune into the room again, I lock eye contact for several intense seconds with the sexy man I had seen on the way into the party. Tall, dark, slightly rugged, with twinkly bright blue eyes. He can join my Parisian reverie. I close my eyes briefly and suddenly sense him behind me, really close. I feel his fingers slowly stroking up my inner thigh, edging towards my naked, wet, longing lips. Oh my god! Is it that I'm now like looking around the room, and I was like, I was like, there's no one I can have sex with immediately now. <laughs> there's five of us. <laughs> this is problematic. Wow, that was beautiful. And I like, you know, what I love about that is it's the setting, and I'm really big into this when I think about it. I always think, and you know, it's usually the person that I'm like conspiring to have a romance with and I imagine meeting them in all kinds of inconspicuous places that we suddenly meet one another and bump into each other spontaneously and then an amazing romance involves I also usually rewrite history in my brain so that the date didn't end in me just leaving and going home in an uber by myself (laughs) so I look yeah Amazing. We have another lady. I hope that you're, I hope this, I think this is fabulous. I think it's erotic and interesting and extremely exciting and possibly the best podcast I've ever done next to the one that I did with my 95 year old grandmother. But that is another story. (laughs) So, handing over the fantasy microphone. Yeah. Hi there. It's funny to listen to all the other ladies where they all have a 
specific guy in mind when they fantasize. I'm a bit different. I don't know. I It feels like it's sort of a faceless person and it changes according to the mood. And sometimes my brain is so messed up that I start thinking about one situation that really starts getting me off. And then I have another thought mm -hmm. and all of a sudden something completely different comes along. And in a couple of minutes, something else comes along. And at some point I get so confused that I think, oh my God, what is it that gets me off best now? And sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I feel the same when I'm watching porn. So sometimes I just sit there, I'm bored. It's like laptop next to me. And I thought, okay, why not? Have a look. And I start off with something. It's like, oh no, well, let's start watching this genre and then I switched and was like oh my god I'm confused and these are all like those lovely situations that tickle a fantasy um but it's so hard to decide which one to go for um but they are never like attached to one single person so it's never the guy that I'm dating or a guy that I fantasize about it's always the sort of anonymous person which I quite like I feel you. That made me just feel a lot better about my porn consumption. <laughs> For me, I flit terribly in between Japanese schoolgirls and blonde bisexual romps. <laughs> it is a topic for another one. I'm a t I, I would say I'm a horrible walking cliche. So do we have one more fantasy in the room? We do. We have one more fantasy in the room. I, I think amazing. Okay. Last fantasy of the evening, which is probably good because we're probably all getting far too excited by this point <laughs> shaking and sweating from nervousness or excitement um, I think when, when I fantasize uh, it's quite selfish, it's quite sensational it's uh, I live in the moment and I, I take it in through all of my senses what am I smelling, what am I feeling and I think about what, what I'm doing to my body at the time and feeling that sensations creep up my body and Then at, sometimes it's about uh, imagery, certain imagery of certain lustful moments that I think about um, a, a heady mix of pheromones and the scent of his cologne and uh, that, well, what I think of as the scent of a real man, um, months of anticipation and desire barely being restrained between us and kissing me, you know, sending electric pleasure straight between my thighs and uh, you know making my knees weak and am I allowed saying pussy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with my with my pussy pulsing and wet and wanting and uh, it, it will flip to imagery of uh, cold air sweeping across my erect nipples and uh, sweaty chests and uh, You know, looking directly into each other's eyes with all this passion and desire and being drugged by him. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's not, a, I think this is quite selfish, it's more about me and my sensations than him. And sometimes it's women, but lately it's, 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 it's him. <laughs> and uh, am I allowed saying cock too? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's sort of, a, and, and some is quite specific about rock hard cock driving inside of me with every purposeful thrust stretching me and filling me up and pounding against my G spot and setting off waves of dizzy pleasure just coursing through my body. And 
That's what gets me off. <laughs> yes! What a finale. What a finale. Can I just say, everyone in the room had their like, head in their hands. <laughs> I think there was a mass moment. It's, it's like, almost like we've all had a group orgasm in here. <laughs> We're in that little moment of like relief after. It's like, oh my gosh. Well, you know what? Wasn't that fantastic? As a little journey through the female mind and sexuality and body and creativity and soul and presence. Thank you so much to all the women that have joined in on this. And to all of you that are listening, I think we've got an, uh, an amazing insight. Now, I said, if you're a woman, I hope you're listening to this and thinking, yeah, yeah, these are my women. They totally get me. But, and if you're a guy, I hope you're slightly shocked, <laughs> but in the most beautiful way, awakened. Um, if you've loved this podcast, if you found it slightly outrageous, controversial, interesting, intriguing, beautiful, wonderful, erotic, exciting, terrible, uh, please subscribe, please share, please comment, please tag us because this podcast is done for free. All these women, I have plied them with a little bit of alcohol, but not very much. Uh, and so they've all turned up on a Friday night to share this with you. So I think as a token of gratitude and appreciation, I would really like a share. <laughs> it's not much to ask. I'm at Hayley Quinn uh, on Twitter and at Hayley Quinn X on Instagram and at Hayley Quinn on Facebook as well. So tag, share, subscribe, send it secretly to all your best friends in your inbox. Um, this is our resistance radio about love, sex, dating and relationships. And I'll be back next week with another podcast episode. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Uh, if you want to find out more about me, please head to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club where I have a free 30-day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club. You can also catch up with me on YouTube at HayleyQuinnXX, on Instagram as HayleyQuinnX, and on Twitter as plain old Hayley Quinn. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on the show. Please engage with me, please reach out, and thank you again for your support. 